This world would be lost and in darkness without Jesus Christ. What a blessing we have in Jesus. Hello, I'm Phil Sanders, and this is a Bible study in search of the Lord's way. And today we're exploring the blessings in Christ Jesus. In all the hurry and hustle and confusion of modern living, the Lord has the way. We believe that the Bible is the revelation of His way. We invite you to join us in Search of the Lord's Way with Phil Sanders. Welcome to In Search of the Lord's Way. We're here to search the Scriptures for God's will. From the beginning of time, the Lord God has had a plan to redeem us from sin. Revelation 13.8 describes Jesus as the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. God knew from the beginning that mankind needed a Savior who could atone for their sins and transform them into new creatures who lived for righteousness. Jesus Christ, God's own Son, atoned for our sins and opened the way for a new and better life. Thanks for taking time with us today. We'd love to hear from you, and we want to be a part of your life each week. We all have read or heard the beloved scripture, John 3:16, For God so loved the world, that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now this passage speaks of the greatest gift given to the greatest number, of the greatest sacrifice, and at the greatest cost, for the greatest need, and the greatest blessing. I can only praise God for the gift of His Son Jesus because He truly loved this world. When you consider the evil happening in this lawless world, you must wonder how God could possibly love us, want to save us from our offensive sins, and give us eternal life. Yet, God cared enough to sacrifice His own Son, even when we didn't deserve it. Jesus Christ has done far more for us than dying on a cross to save us. He gave us a way of life that lifts us up. He is the Prince of Peace, the Savior, and the Lord. He also arose from the dead to assure us there is life beyond the grave. He is indeed the way to the Father in heaven. Now, this is an important study on the necessity of Jesus Christ, and we offer it free. If you'd like a printed copy and live in the United States, mail your request to In Search of the Lord's Way, Post Office Box 371, Edmond, Oklahoma, 73083. Or send an email to searchtv at searchtv.org. Or you can call our toll-free telephone number. That number is 1-800-321-8633. We also have free materials on our website at searchtv.org. Now you can also see us on YouTube. We will now worship in song, read from Philippians 2, 5 to 11, and explore how we are wonderfully blessed by knowing Jesus Christ.
Our reading is from Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 to 11, and discusses the obedience and the love of Jesus Christ. Have this attitude in yourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, although He existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied Himself, taking the form of a bondservant, and being made in the likeness of men, being found in appearance as a man, He humbled Himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. For this reason also, God highly exalted Him and bestowed on Him the name which is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee will bow of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. What a wonderful Jesus we have. Let's pray together. Father, we are thankful that Jesus was willing to suffer and die upon a cross so that we might live to righteousness and die to sin. And Father, we are thankful for the hope we have in heaven. We pray, Father, that you will help us to love you and to always do your will. In Jesus' name, amen. With Jesus Christ, we can know what God is like. John 1.18 says that no one has seen God at any time, but Jesus has explained Him. Jesus helps us understand the heart and the character of God the Father. Hebrews 1.1-3 says that God, after He spoke long ago to the fathers in the prophets in many portions and in many ways, in these last days has spoken to us in His Son whom He appointed heir of all things, through whom also He made the world. And He, that is Jesus, is the radiance of His, that is God's glory, and the exact representation of His nature, and upholds all things by the word of His power. When He had made purification of sins, He, that is Jesus, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. If we want to know what God is like, look at the heart and the character of Jesus, because Jesus is the exact representation of God's nature. With Christ, we can become children of God. 
John 1, 11 to 13 says that He came to His own, and those who were His own didn't receive Him. But as many as received Him, that is, they believe in Him and what He teaches is true, to them He gave the right to become children of God, even to those who believe in His name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. You can be born of God by following the words of Jesus. Galatians 3, 26-27 says, For you are all sons of, of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. Now, with Christ, we can see clearly what it truly means to love. When we see how Jesus loves people, cares for their bodies and souls, and sacrifices Himself for their sins, we begin to understand a little better what love is. Romans 5, 6-8 says, For while we were still helpless, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will hardly die for a righteous man, though perhaps for the good man someone would dare even to die. But God demonstrates His own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Jesus loved us when we couldn't save ourselves, when we were ungodly and didn't know Him, and when we were sinners and enemies. Such love is marvelous and surprising. Paul prayed in Ephesians 3, 18-19, that we may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. The more we comprehend the love of God, the richer and fuller our lives will be. The Lord Jesus commands that His people love as He loved. The Lord Jesus said in John 13, 34-5, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, even as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this all men will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. This world would be so much better if people quit hating and started loving one another. The Lord Jesus said in Matthew 22:37-40 that you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and foremost commandment. The second is like it, that you shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend the whole law and the prophets. You see, they remain the foundation of all that we are in Christ, loving God and loving our neighbor. This will help us to end a lot of the conflict in this world and to find peace. With Christ, we can experience grace and know truth. John 1 and verse 14 says, And the Word became flesh, speaking of Jesus, and dwelt among us, and we saw His glory, glory as of the only begotten from the Father, Father, full of grace and truth. John 1, 16 to 17 reminds us, For of His fullness we have all received, and grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth were realized through Jesus Christ. Jesus knew we all needed both grace and truth. We needed the mercy and forgiveness found in grace, but we also needed the truth about sin and salvation. 
Jesus wanted us to become godly people. And Titus 2, 11 to 14 says, For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all men, instructing us to deny ungodliness and worldly desires and to live sensibly, righteously, and godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Christ Jesus who gave Himself for us to redeem us from every lawless deed and to purify for Himself a people for His own possession, zealous for good deeds. Now grace and truth work together to help us become the people for His own possession. Grace doesn't leave us where it found us. It transforms us into Christ-like people. Now learning the gospel truth It's how we discover God's grace. It's how we learn from Jesus and how we become like Him. John 8, 31 to 32 says that Jesus was saying to those Jews who believed in Him, If you continue in My Word, then you are truly disciples of Mine, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Now, listening carefully to Jesus makes us His disciples. Make His Word your companion and your focus. Only by remaining in the Word of God can you find the truth that will set you free from sin and its consequences. The Lord Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. His way is the right way, the narrow way that leads to life. He is the truth that comes from God. And because of this, He can give us life. And no one can come to the Father unless they come through Jesus. The Lord Jesus told Pilate in John 18, 37, You say correctly that I am a king. For this I have been born, and for this I have come into the world, to testify to the truth. And everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Are you listening to His voice? Have you taken time to study His words for yourself? Test everything by the Word of God. You may believe something that doesn't come from the Lord Jesus, but from men. The words of men can't lead you to heaven. They may tickle your ears and sound convincing, but if they aren't God's words and they lack God's power, then God's promises are not there. It's only to the faithful who come to God. With Christ, we can leave that moral and spiritual darkness that's all around us. We certainly live in a morally confused and broken time where right and wrong are often non-existent. The Apostle Paul preached in a pagan society and saw firsthand the futility and the darkness of living outside a knowledge of Christ as Lord and Savior. He also knew the beauty of living with Christ as both Savior and Lord. And so he contrasts these two lifestyles in Ephesians 4, 17 to 24. Paul said, So this I say and affirm together with the Lord, that you walk no longer just as the Gentiles also walk, in the futility of their mind, being darkened in their understanding, excluded from the life of God because of the ignorance that's in them, because of the hardness of their heart. And they, having become callous, have given themselves over to sensuality for the practice of every kind of impurity with greediness. But you did not learn Christ in this way. 
if indeed you've heard Him and have been taught in Him, just as truth is in Jesus, that in reference to your former manner of life, that you lay aside the old self, which is being corrupted in accordance with the lusts of deceit, and that you become renewed in the spirit of your mind and put on the new self, which in the likeness of God has been created in righteousness and holiness of the truth. When we put on Christ, we reveal the beauty of holiness and righteousness to a confused world that hardly knows God. With Christ, we would have an example of moral virtue. The Lord Jesus could say to His enemies in John 8, 46, Which one of you convicts me of sin? And though Jesus was tempted by the devil, He never sinned. Hebrews 4, 15-16 says, For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are, yet without sin. Therefore let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Jesus Christ set for us a pure model to follow. We never have to be ashamed of anything Jesus ever did or anything Jesus ever said. In Christ, we are called to purity. He is one that we can imitate. Ephesians 5, 1-5 says, Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love, just as Christ also loved you and gave Himself up for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God as a fragrant aroma. But immorality or any impurity or greed must not even be named among you as is proper among saints. And there must be no filthiness and silly talk or coarse jesting which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. For this you know with certainty that no immoral or impure person or covetous man who is an idolater has an inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. The Lord Jesus demands all people everywhere to repent. And you can't follow Jesus and keep on living in sin. And that means His followers stop sinning against God and against you too. If everyone lived righteously, we'd have a better world. A better world begins with you and me living as the Lord desires. And if everyone followed Jesus, we'd have a world filled with love and peace and joy and not hate. We could trust each other and not be afraid. 1 Peter 2, 21-24 says, For you've been called for this purpose, since Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example for you to follow in His steps, who committed no sin, nor was any deceit found in His mouth. And while being reviled, He didn't revile in return. While suffering, He uttered no threats, but He kept entrusting Himself to Him who judges righteously. And He Himself bore our sins in His body on the cross, so that we might die to sin and live to righteousness, for by His wounds you were healed. God wants to heal this sin-sick world of evil, this land of sin and so much hatefulness. And so He was willing to bear the cross to do so. We need to die to sin and live to righteousness. Jesus didn't just die for you. He wanted to transform you into someone with a changed heart and a good conscience. Are you at peace with yourself? Can you look in the mirror and respect the person you've become? 
Do you have deep regrets and unhappy memories of sins that you've committed? God gave His Son Jesus to give you an answer to a guilty conscience and the shame inside you. The Lord Jesus wants something better for you than a life filled with shame and regret. He wants to point you to a life not only free from sin, but also free to pursue kindness and good works. Yes, His way is the way of love, the way of graciousness, patience, gentleness, and truth. He stands for everything good and opposes everything evil. He doesn't bend with the times or the culture, but He shows the better way that is for all time. And I hope that you'll be the kind of person that will love Him and follow Him and give glory to God. Let's pray together. Father, we're thankful for Jesus, and we're so thankful that He came to walk upon this earth so that we might know the difference between good and bad and might know the truth. Father, help us to follow Him, to glorify You, and to do Your will always. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Jesus told His followers who they are and what they should be. The Lord said in Matthew 5, 13 to 16, You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has become tasteless, how can it be made salty again? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. When people truly follow the Lord Jesus, they're truly the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Now, the more you know about the Lord Jesus, the more you love Him, and the more you want to be like Him. Please don't pass up the greatest gift of all time, the gift of God's Son, Jesus Christ. Don't cheat yourself out of the blessings that He could bring to your life. The Lord Jesus said, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Trust in the Lord Jesus. 
turn from sin and follow Him in repentance. Confess Jesus Christ as the Son of God and be baptized into Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. When you're baptized, God unites you with Christ, adds you to His church, and makes you His child. Please become a Christian today. We hope today's study about the blessings of Jesus Christ has helped you to see God's concern for you. If you live in the United States and want a free printed copy of this message, mail your request to In Search of the Lord's Way, Post Office Box 371, Edmond, Oklahoma 73083, or send an email to searchtv at searchtv.org. Or you can call the search office toll-free at 1-800-321-8633. There's also a schedule of our programs and a map with the location of churches in your area at searchtv.org. You can also watch Search anytime on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel, Search TV Ministry, that's one word, and be sure to like the programs you watch. This helps us spread the program. We also offer free Bible correspondence courses. Now, don't worry, we're not asking for money. We're here to help you draw close to God. Focus your heart on God by worshiping at church. Everybody needs a church home. And I realize that some of you, for health reasons, cannot attend worship. But I am speaking to those who can attend and haven't been. There's probably a Church of Christ near you. And if you're looking for a healthy, biblical church home, we'll gladly help you find one. We'll be back next week, Lord willing. And uh, we want you to keep searching God's Word with us. Tell a friend about this program. Let them know that you watch every week and what a blessing it is to you and encourage them to watch as well. And as always, we say to you, God bless you, and we mean that. And we love you from all of us at In Search of the Lord's Way.